What's going on, film family? Before we get started, I want to talk to you about something, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Hold on, let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more places. And you can also make money from your podcast. I know that's the part that's the part that everyone's going to like. You can make money with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's get to the show. In a land far, far away, not really, two brave souls unite. Unite to embark on a mission to review the greatest films, or at least somewhat watchable. Join in on the journey with the professionally unprofessional film critics, the Film Bros. This product is rated B for badass. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You know who it is. It's the... Oh, shit. Hold on. So the quality... Because every time, I don't know if you notice that we have to do a YouTube video, because I, I start talking before the recording kicks in, it drop, the quality drops and then comes back up. Sit up, bro. They can't see your face. <laughs> That's why you need to scoop back from the computer. It's all for it. Your lining's crisp, though. At least your lining's good. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. All right. This is going to get on video. I'm just letting you know. How's this? Better? Yeah. You're good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Film Frequency. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes. I keep saying that. I really am trying to drop the CEO part because my name is just Hayes or CJ. But I'm here with my good brother, the prodigal one himself. The the is part of his name. What's going on, JP? What's going on, CEO Hayes? See, I say it too. I got, I'm so used to saying CEO Hayes. Although outside of this, I call you CJ. I got to get into the habit. But anyway, what is going on, film family? Of course, it is your boy, the prodigal one, JB, back with another episode. Keeping it real. Yes, we're doing another keeping it real. Uh, we had to do one after the Oscars. And also, if you notice on the Birds of Prey review, it was just me. So anytime we end up having, it has to be just one of us on the review. We feel like we need to catch up and do something together so you guys get the full vibe of the podcast. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about uh, some of the fallout from the Oscars. Not a full uh, recap of the Oscars themselves. We're just going to be going over some of the awards there. And we'll also be talking about some of the news from the world of movies. JB, are you ready to hop into it? Let's do it. All right. So, uh, what do you want to talk about first from the Oscars? We got the director, supporting actor and actress, lead actor and actress, and best picture on our list. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's start with the supporting actors. And to be honest with you, first of all, this was the most outside of best picture. This was the most un uh, predictable freaking yeah. Oscars yeah. in the history of Oscars. Yeah. Brad Pitt has been racking up for the supporting actor. And I actually have uh, listened to some other podcasts and seen some other written where they say that. Maybe he shouldn't be getting this because do you do you see him in the in that film as a supporting actor or him and Leo kind of co-leads to that? And once I heard that the first time, it was like, huh, I can understand that perspective, but I still think Leo is just such the star power in that movie. Well, they're both stars, but Leo's is the lead of that movie, in my opinion. But what do you think? On paper, Brad Pitt is the supporting actor here. Mm -hmm. In the movie, Frig co-lead. I think Brad Pitt is the star of the movie. 
I think Brad Pitt shine outshines Leo. And trust me, I love Leo. He's number two. I mentioned him numerous times, but he absolutely outshines Leo in this movie. So I think he's the lead role, but on paper, which is why they go by supporting role. And yeah, I mean, he cleaned up. I mean, he won the Golden Globes. He won the SAG Awards. And of course, he won the Oscars. So happy for him on that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it's funny to see because like three, four years ago, I, w- I just wouldn't see Brad Pitt being a supporting actor. Um, but he killed this role, like in, and you know, it's probably was easy for him to accept. Brad Pitt is someone who it seems like this sec, this latter half in his career, he doesn't need to be leading man anymore. It actually, seems like he has more fun when he's not the leading man. Ever since, uh, damn, there was that. What was that movie? Um, Fight Club, Ocean's no, Eleven. No, no, that, those are the big ones. Um, that he was like the goofy guy and he was dancing, and uh, he got shot in the head at the end. It was like spoiler letter- alert burn after reading or something like that um he was he was a supporting actor and that was a great movie and it seems like every like that was kind of the marking of all right at this point brad pitt is just going to take roles that have to interest him at some point it's not about the money that's well he's going to get paid regardless but it's not about the prestige necessarily he just wants to do stuff that he's interested in and i think that comes through and he deserves every award he gets for this for this role in my opinion yeah i agree i mean he's been doing this a long time and if I'm not mistaken, I think this is only his second Oscar award. So definitely long time coming. Happy for him. Yep, absolutely. So uh, that, How about that on the one, flip side? Yeah, on the flip side, we got uh, Best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern with Marriage Story. She's racking it up for this role as well. These were just e- the easiest to, uh, the, you, you, they're just, they're killing it. Laura Dern is a great actress and I'm surprised she doesn't have more awards actually. Yeah, again, I think she only won one Oscar previous to this as well, but she's done great stuff. She's been around for a long friggin' time, of course, the daughter of Bruce Dern. Um, She's been doing this for a long time. Again, I remember her from the 80s from friggin' Mask when she was probably early teens or or late teens, I should say, or early 20s. So, yeah, well-deserved. She was an incredible, uh, had an incredible role in Marriage Story, one of the top 10 movies of 2019 easily, and uh, she played the lawyer that represented uh, Scarlett Johansson. So, yeah, absolutely well-deserved. Absolutely. Uh, You want to do director next? Yeah. Was Uh, that a surprise? No. Well, kind of, sort of. And it was mainly a surprise because of what won Best Picture. Because I wouldn't expect it to go both go to the same movie. Oh, yeah. That's usually how it goes. So, but just because... All right. So with a foreign film never winning Best Picture before, I didn't think that they would give the... I thought that, in my mind, I thought that they would say, all right, if, if we're going to give Best Picture to a foreign film, let's give one of our directors the director award. That's kind of how... I look at everything as po- political. Blame. That's the A and B booking. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Bong Joho, John Ho is... Uh, the best director, he definitely deserves it. As much as I love The Irishman, uh, Martin Scorsese, as much as I love Quentin Tarantino, I wasn't as big a fan of 1917 as you were, and Joker is just getting shut out. So it, it, I'm just happy. I'm really happy to see uh, him win this award. Yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about Irishman in my rant in a couple minutes, but because <laughs> um, you know that shit is coming. But um, yeah, I mean, beautiful movie. I mean, I can't say enough about it. Um <sighs> And also, Bang Joon-ho's innocence, when he gets up there, he can literally go up there and be like, yeah, I'm the shit. I want I want an award. But he's so fucking humble. He's just a good dude. And this guy's resume is pretty good, man. I mean, go back and watch some of his movies. And Snowpiercer is a great movie. Right. And I haven't seen all of it. Like, Okja, I haven't seen. I have to watch that. And there's something else 
made a couple other movies. I have to really go back and watch. I'm a fan of his. I mean, just based off of two of his films, I'm a huge fan. Stonepiercer and uh, Parasite, two major movies I, I enjoyed, but absolutely well-deserved. I feel a little bit bad for Sam Mendes. He did great work in 1917 for the cinematography. Obviously, Todd Phillips and Joker. You know, it is what it is, but absolutely deserving. Bang Joon-ho. Do absolutely. you think... All right. Here's here's my my thing on 1917. The direction in that I can't hate on. But do you think if it wasn't for the whole it being framed as all one shot that it Shit that you movie. Would feel the same way? Shit movie. Okay. Okay. Cuz the story and people might hate me, the story for me is not 100% strong. But the the cinematography and the soundtrack and the score, uh not the soundtrack, but I should say the score enhances the story. Okay. And for me, but without that cinematography, forget it. Total, I don't even think 1917 is getting the amount of, of shine it's getting in this in this award season if it wasn't for the cinematography. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with all your points there. Anything left? No, let's go. Well, you just said Joker got shut out. I think Joaquin Phoenix begs to differ on that one. That is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> so lead actor, what's your opinion on this award? Again, 1,000% predictable. Mm -hmm. Yes, a little part of me was ruined for Al Pacino. Um, or not Al Pacino, I should say Robert De Niro. But um, I will, again, get into that in a couple moments. But Joker, well-deserved. Joaquin Phoenix, role of a lifetime. Um, top five movie of the year. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they, they made the right choice. Uh, his speech, I, I could have probably done without. I felt like he just literally copied the same speech from his SAG awards and just added some extra shit onto it. Yeah. I understand where he's coming from. I understand it's supposed to be heartfelt and sincere and genuine. I understand all that, but we just heard this shit two weeks or a week ago. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, he, he, he needed to win this one. Uh, I think he deserved it. Uh, I wanted it. I, well, I would love to see Leo. Leo is one of those people who wear anything he's nominated for. You're never going to hear me say, oh, no, don't give it to Leonardo DiCaprio. Because even if it's not his best role, he deserves a lifetime achievement at this point for role. So uh, that's he just my opinion. He so me. much, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Joaquin just definitely deserves it. I think Joker caught so many people off guard. Um, and I remember when that first like image of him playing Joker, I was like, this shit is going to be so fucking corny. <laughs> And to completely turn it around to where it's one of my favorite movies of not just last year, but the decade. Um, yes. Yeah, he, he definitely deserved that. Definitely deserved that. The actress, though, Renee Zellweger for Judy. What do you think? The truth of the matter is the only fucking reason she's winning everything has not a goddamn thing to do with her performance is because of who is representing. It's Judy Garland. Um. Yes, I didn't see this movie in full. I've seen highlights of it, but I really truly feel she's getting all these wins, not because of the performance, but because of the movies about Judy Garland, who obviously she was in The Wizard of Oz and she's a freaking icon in the industry. But there were how the fuck does Scarlett Johansson not win for Marriage Story? Such an amazing performance. I mean, um, I didn't see Harriet. Uh, who, who, what were the other nominees? You had the girl from Harriet, Harriet, Scarlett uh, Johansson, Irviro, uh, right? Scarlett Johansson, uh, Sarsay Ronan, and Charlie Theron for Bombshell, which I really don't understand. Like I loved, I enjoyed. Let me not say love. Love is too strong. I really enjoyed Bombshell, and yes. there were times in that movie where you don't even notice that it that it's Charlie Theron. Like really, she really got like into Maggie that Kelly? role. But it's sure. not. It's not even on one of her. If give me 
10 of her roles to pick, I don't think I'd pick this one out of it. If it wasn't for her, the face, the facial stuff that they did her to make her look like Megyn Kelly, I just, there wasn't much in that movie as far as performances. It was a great story, but like the performances were kind of just straightforward to me. I, well, I felt Megan, Megan, uh, Megan Kelly. I felt um, uh, Charlize Theron and Nicole Kidman's performances were okay. Obviously, I'm going to be biased as hell because everybody knows my film bay is Margot Robbie. I think her performance was amazing in the movie. Um, really connected with her and resonated with her. Um, felt the emotion. However, um, I don't think Charlize Theron should have won this award. Really, if, if, it, if it was anyone, I really think it should have went to Scarlett Johansson. I mean... She did phenomenal. She had a hell of a year with Jojo Rabbit, although I think Jojo Rabbit was a shit movie. Critics think otherwise. She was in Jojo Rabbit. She was in God knows how many Avenger movies and all these other fucking Marvel movies. And also, she was in Marriage Story, which is so different from everything else she did. And I feel like she got zero credit for it. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I don't know. She, she's she's a great actress. And I think the, her role in Marriage Story, I, I know that there's been like, uh, a lot of a lot of notice for like that long rant that she goes on uh for a minute in the movie but i think that, that like, argument she, yeah yeah the argument she's just she's been consistently great for years like literally for a decade probably she's been consistently really solid in almost everything that she's done um and i re- i really was hoping she was gonna win this one and renee if renee zellweger like you said if she wasn't playing judy garland i don't think that this would have won it if they t- t- swap this out for being Ju- judy garland's story and just making a movie with kind of the same plot and this, she's not gonna win for it and i percent agreed yeah. i agree with you 100 percent. but anyway fuck renee zellweger <laughs> and her freaking plastic surgery ass <laughs> let's go ahead and get into the fucking main event of the, the best picture something that me and you talked a little bit about a foreign movie has never won best picture before parasite pulled it away something that me and you talked about and i think me and you both said that we didn't think that it was a chance that it was going not that it didn't deserve it but that it wasn't a chance that it was going to win i'm so happy that they took a chance on this for all the people who don't watch foreign films because of subtitles and everything else i'm glad that this film won this what do you think Bro, I don't think I've ever watched the Oscars and literally popped. For those who don't know what the fuck pop is, pop is just basically cheering out loud. I don't think I've ever watched the Oscars and pop. But let me tell you, when they called Parasite for Best Picture, I went insane Did you because I, I didn't twerk. It wasn't that. <laughs> I, it wasn't that level, but it was. It was getting close to that, and um. All because you know, Bang Joon Ho one director, and usually the director always goes with the best picture. It usually goes hand in hand. Yeah. But still, because like like you said, a foreign film has never won. I'm like fuck. Nineteen seventeen has been getting a lot of a lot of talks and a lot of play. I'm like damn, maybe nineteen seventeen is gonna sneak up and take it. And they called Parasite, and I was freaking ecstatic. And then we got some even more story out of this because the whole cast goes on. Um, and they start talking. Uh, the uh, who was it that was talking? The mother in the in the the, the poor mother in Parasite was mm-hmm. talking, and then I assume that second lady was the maid. Is that correct? Yes. I don't know who the f- that was the maid. So. Okay, which I don't understand why the fuck she was talking so long. Give somebody else a chance, but whatever. But the lights go off, and led by Tom Hanks and freaking the majority of the audience, everybody starts chanting up, up, up to put back on the lights. I don't know if you remember that or not. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. So the lights went back up and then they sped a little bit more in the speech and the lights came off again. And I felt like everybody wanted to chant it up again, but they're like, fuck it. They had their time. But I'm so ecstatic for the fact that they got this win. Big win. Yeah. Monumental historic win. Absolutely. It um Yeah. It's just it's just it's it feels good, right? It feels like it feels great that this movie would win it that the director won director like it's it to see this movie and not to like it I, I just don't understand what more you could want out of film like it's literally almost the perfect movie and um we, it's getting a tv series now they're doing an american version tv series with mark ruffalo starring in it which i hate i really sometimes hate when foreign films are, are turned into american things because they never quite get it the same because um, they basically fuck it up yeah 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 but just it's just a great story, man. It's just it, you couldn't you couldn't book it any better. So I'm really I agree this, that this one great story. Not only what we saw on screen, but just the the story from outside of it, and just these people coming out of you know virtually nowhere and and winning the biggest prize, the biggest award of the Oscars. Just great thing to see. And honestly, like I probably would say, yeah. I mean, I think this is the greatest foreign film of all time. Oh, the been. only other. The only other movie that I would say comes even remotely in the same zip code as this movie is uh, God of War. No, God of War. Did you ever see that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know exactly. Fucking terrific film. Um, I believe it was a Brazilian flick, Portuguese, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, something like that. But if you haven't seen that, definitely go check it out. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but yeah, absolutely. It was on Netflix at one point, but I don't know if it still is. Gotcha. But yeah, I'm so happy um, for Parasite. I cannot stop talking about Parasite. I'm very happy yeah, about it. Absolutely. And you know, we've actually just planned that we're actually going to do a full review for it. So be on the lookout for that. But let's get last into Last week some, of February. Yeah. Last week of February. Let's get into uh, some actual news uh, this week outside of the Oscars. So Michael Bay and Sylvester Stallone are going to be doing a dystopian film called Little America. What do you make about this? <sighs> How the fuck is Sylvester still making movies? Number one. Number two, I know he made Rambo and the movie made like almost 100 mil. I understand, but uh, he's so fucking old. He's like almost 80 years old. However, I don't think um, Sylvester Stallone, at least correct me if I'm wrong, and Michael Bay have ever connected and teamed up on something. I don't don't know if Michael Bay had some producing to do on Expendables, but outside of that, I think this is the first we're going to get. And we always know Sylvester Stallone is, is a straight action guy and Michael Bay is the king of action yeah. and action sequences. So I am hyped for that. Also, I'm a, this is a lot of people don't know. I'm a big fan of fucking dystopian movies. And like, uh, what do you call those movies? Like world ending, the world's about to end, like movies like Armageddon and shit. Yeah. I, I'm uh, 2012, those type of movies. I'm a huge fan of those type of movies. Yeah. I mean, this, this, reading uh, what the story is going to be about uh and a former army ranger uh who's hired to find someone's daughter and it being dystopian like Sylvester Stallone being old this may this may play into that like the old grizzle guy who I was about to say tough like I'm Michael Bay is the king of explosions so I I just (laughs) wonder if like on set we're going to hear of an explosion and Sylvester Stallone's going to actually go into cardiac arrest because (laughs) we're going to get a lot of explosions on the dish yeah it's going to be a lot of explosions but I'm overall I'm 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 interested in seeing I won't say that I'm necessarily excited but it's one of those things to where you hear about I probably honestly will forget about it until the first trailer comes out and then I'll be like oh well that looks pretty good so yeah, anytime Stallone comes out with a movie, just his name recognition alone, he could be a shit movie, but he's going to put asses in the seats because at the end of the day, it's Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Regardless of how old he is. Yeah, yeah. 
let's get into the next one. Uh, so Birds of Prey, which I did, uh, as I said before, the review on uh, myself. And in that, I did mention how I feel like it was titled incorrectly. And so the box office came down. The box office was, wasn't horrible, as some people will make it seem. It just was much lower than it was to be expected. But they are now rebranding the film as Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey. What do you think about that first before we actually talk about the box office and the movie itself? Yeah, I think it's the right move. And you called it. You did the, on the Birds of Prey review. They named this incorrectly. I mean, at the end of the day, I understand Birds of Prey are in the movie. They're in the film. They're in. They're not in the film from beginning to end. They're in it tidbits. The mo- The 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 film is is about Harley Quinn. It should have been called maybe Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey or the introduction of Birds of Prey or whatever the fuck. Harley Quinn should have had the marquee name on this. And at the end of the day, people are gonna go to the movies to watch Harley Quinn, not Birds of Prey. Yeah. She's the big name in this. Margot Robbie is the big name in this. Um, in terms of the movie, I don't understand what the fuck is happening because critics raved about this movie um i watched it myself personally i enjoyed it beginning to end um good story um i know you mentioned that it was sort of convoluted in ways i guess you could say that but i was totally wrong first of all on the last time you know we had an episode where i thought like there might it might be drama driven it was not drama driven at all it was like you said gonna be something like deadpool we got her talking to the camera. We got a lot of comedy, which I enjoyed every one of the jokes, not only from her, but also for all the supporting uh, cast as well. Um, the Huntress and, and um, uh, Black Canary. Black Canary, is that her name? Yeah, Black Canary. And um, uh, detect- what, what's uh, Rosie Perez's name? Uh, Officer Montoya. Montoya. Yep. Yeah, right. So I enjoyed all of them as well. Um, they're all great in their own ways as well. And um, Sit back, bro. What's that? I I just feel like um I don't I, like I just don't I don't understand why they're getting the hate not I don't want to say the hate but why it's not resonating to the box office I mean the movie was good yeah. I don't know what people were coming in expecting from this what I I sort of expected is what we got I think like ultimately I think it it's a marketing issue uh, definitely I think that even even is is the the marketing of this movie you get a lot of harley quinn you get some of the birds of prey but it still didn't i still don't feel like it captured what the movie was about at all so i think they doubled down on the imagery of harley quinn and i don't know i i I, like you said and the thing is i want to i want to get this conversation on the right path this movie is going to make money it's not going to lose money it's not going to be one of those movies like justice league to where it just no. completely upside down they're going to make they, they made back their budget almost the first week they're going to make money off this it's not going to be a, a huge amount so it's not a failure in that sense it's just under projections and maybe the name change does it i don't know i've never seen a movie that changes its name in the after its first week have you ever the, the I've, ne- thing to I've that heard of be, it before it got released. Uh, well, I've even heard of it after it's released. So, like, um, the movie with Tom Cruise, what is it? Uh, Die Excellent. Another Day? What's it about? The one where he keeps coming back to life. Him and, um, oh, Jesus. Tomorrow Never. No, what is it? With Tom Hanks? No, Tom Cruise. Did I say Hanks? Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. with the nah. alien. Okay, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. But that, that changed its name at, for its DVD release from its theatrical release, but it makes sense. It was the original name that, that it should have been under anyway. But uh, I digress. This film and the box office being under under projection, I think, can only be laid at the studio. 
regardless of it, they did not market it some way because the critics loved it, users that seen it loved it, and it's not a bad movie. Oh, it's, is it World War Z? No, it's not. That's Brad Pitt, bro. Fuck, this is gonna bother me. Continue. <laughs> but um, tomorrow never dies. Something like that. What I don't think that's what it is. No, tomorrow never dies is a James Bond. You're that's getting me sidetracked, you bastard. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it, I really think that it, 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 Warner Brothers. This is Warner Brothers' fault because you have a good movie here. Let, let's just state that at the at right now. If you have something good and it's not successful, it's either because of a few different things. You either released it at the wrong time, right? You marketed it terribly, or I don't I don't know what else. Ultimately, that's what that's what the issue is. Is that I think this is the studio's fault. Do you think though that a part in this is because of all the Marvel movies that have been coming out and Aquaman and Joker? If it's not making a billion dollars, it's a failure. War of the Worlds, I think, is what you were talking about, by the way. No, it's Edge of Tomorrow. Fuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do you think because they're not making a billion dollars that it's automatically considered a failure? Because that's what we've come to expect for, for comic book movies, no, really. No, not really. I mean, most comic book movies don't make a billion dollars. I think the I feel like literally make... everything is making a billion dollars. No, no, it's 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 it is a lot now. And most of the movies that make a billion dollars are comic book movies, but like uh, well, Aquaman did, but one, the first Wonder Woman it didn't make a billion dollars. I think it made like right. eight hundred million, um, and that's considered widely considered uh, a success. Um, most of the Marvel movies don't make a well. We're at the like the last four in a row have made a billion dollars, but like right, most that's of, why I find everything. Most of the ones that are considered good don't make a billion. Like a lot of the ones that were considered good don't. Ant Man didn't sniff a billion dollars, but it's considered successful. Um, so I don't think that everyone expect, or if they do, you shouldn't expect a billion dollars to necessarily mean success. You got to kind of look at what it was made for. You got to kind of look at the box office. But I think it's just when you hear that it was basically made half of what the domestic projection is, the immediately immediate reaction to that is to say, "Oh, it was a failure." And it's still not. It's not going. This movie is not going to be a failure. It's just not going to be the hit that they wanted it to be. Yeah, it's like you said. It's gonna make money at the end of the day. It's gonna make money. I think uh, the the budget on this was eighty, eighty five million, something to that effect. So it's already probably done that worldwide. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think we were talking about a little bit of that um, off screen before we went on air. But at the end of the day, I enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to to really talk about it. I, you know, I had some scheduling issues, so I couldn't review. But out of five stars, I'd go ahead and rate this movie three three out of five stars. It's not a terrible movie. I think it's a good movie. Um, I would absolutely 100% rewatch it. And um, Margot Robbie, aside from everything, Margot Robbie, and again, I'm not trying to be biased, she was amazing in this movie. Yeah. Her delivery was amazing. Her comedy, even, even there wasn't much drama or emotion, but one particular scene that stuck out to me was when um, uh, the doc turned on her and she found out the doc sold her out and she was like doc like you sold me out but it's me and she started crying me she had my heart bro like damn this dude fucked her over like this is supposed to be the one person she can trust her Her acting is so phenomenal so i really hope this is not like a shit on her or a black stain on her like oh she didn't hit the numbers i do think at the end of the day they're gonna hit all the numbers they're looking for at least close to it it's just that they got a slow start i think yeah yeah they're well, I don't. I don't think they're gonna get close to the numbers they overall project. It's just hard to bounce back. What did they you, overall project? I, 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 I believe if I if I if I'm correct, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it was projected to do at the beginning like five hundred to six hundred million. It's not gonna do that worldwide. Yeah, it's not gonna do that. Everything I give you is worldwide, bro. It's not gonna do that domestically, but yeah. 
Damn, I need to I need to go like fucking fly, fly to France and every other country and just buy tickets <laughs> like, to get that but shit. But the thing is, is that on an eighty million dollar budget, that's the production budget. Even when you factor in marketing, let's just say they put another twenty million into marketing, so that's a hundred million movie. It's gonna cross a hundred million worldwide probably this weekend. I think overall, it's probably gonna make about two hundred fifty between three hundred million. That's still can't be off, can't off, be mad at that. If someone can tell you, hey. Give me a hundred dollars and I'll give you three hundred back. You do it every single time, right? At the end of the day, though, I do think where, where they fucked up on this was the title. Uh, yeah, the title they fucked up on, and also I think they should have delved more into. And I know we got a little bit of that from Suicide Squad. They should have got a little bit more into the backstory and leave out some of the Birds of Prey shit. And right towards the the last act, the third act is when we should have got Birds of Prey introduced because I do think. Well, I think the original thought was. Let's see if we can get a Birds of Prey spinoff on this yeah. because it's doing, you know, this way in the box office. I don't know if we're going to eventually get that, but it should have been more focused on Harley Quinn because at the end of the day, she was the star of this. Yeah, and I, and I think that this is going to be one of those films that may have a great life when it does get released digitally. I also yes. think that uh, streaming, when it hits whatever streaming platform, is probably going to do big numbers there. And I think overall. They're going to make a lot of money from this and action figure toys from Harley Quinn. Like you got to think of everything involved. They're going to make money. I just, yeah, I mean, it just, it just sucks that it didn't do quite what it was expected to because it wasn't a horrible movie by any means, but anything, anything left with birds of prey or Harley Quinn birds of prey as it, as it's titled now. <laughs> That's all right. We still love you, Margo. Yeah. Well, JB definitely does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next one we got Leo is in talks to do an evil Knievel bomb pick. What do you think about that? First of all, I hear Leonardo DiCaprio on a hair biopic. <laughs> Winner in my book. Everything he does like that, that's like so up his alley. Like he loves to study characters and just, I mean, first of all, Eva Knievel, for those who don't know, like some of the younger audience, he was like this ridiculous daredevil stuntman that like, I remember he used to have like Fox specials where he like, jumps over like freaking five billion burning cars blindfolded you know eating a fried piece of fried chicken backwards like he did all his crazy stunts and shit so um you know his life was really crazy from what i know and the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio is gonna play it is it's definitely one again i'm a huge D.O. fan so i'll be looking out for it what do you think do you remember evil knievel come on bro like Can yeah i mean i don't think anyone from our age like my kids, they probably don't know who the fuck Evil Knievel right. is. But yeah, I mean, biopics like this are always great. And when you th when you hear the stories about Evil Knievel and like all that he did to go into his stunts and everything, like and prepare, this is the perfect type of, of unfortunately award bait movie. Like this is going like whenever this comes out, it's going to be up for a lot of awards. You just know it. He better fucking win this time. Yeah, uh, he's not going to. Now, there, there's always a running joke like if you want to win an award, be in a Leonardo DiCaprio movie because you'll probably win an award somehow. It's just that Leo himself <laughs> will not win. So you're saying Leonardo DiCaprio is the Steve Nash of movies? Like he just he dishes a lot of assists. You just got to be ready. Yeah, for I mean him. Brad Pitt, Kate Winslet. I mean, we could go on and on and on. So many movies he was in, and he never gets it. But somebody else from the movie gets it, or the director may get it, or it's never always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Is Scorsese going to direct this? I don't know. Did they? I don't think they announced that. But let me also just say, fuck the Academy Awards, <laughs> fuck SAG, and fuck Golden Globes. How the hell? I don't mean to rewind, but the fact that Irishman didn't win shit this award season is just 
unbelievably disgusting. They should they could have at least friggin' alley ooped one to him for God's sake. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to go backwards. <laughs> but yeah, I, I this is a war bait movie. I'm looking forward to. It. I can't wait to see the first trailer. But uh, you know, I'm as I said earlier, I'm down for almost anything Leonardo DiCaprio is in. Hundred percent. So, um, but yeah, what's next? What do we got? What do we got next? That's it for the, for this week's as far as topics. What do we got what next? We... This was coming up next on the podcast. What are we reviewing next, so, JB? So the next you'll be hearing us in just a couple from the day of this recording or the day you're listening to this recording in just a couple of days. We'll be having one that both CEO Hayes and I am looking forward to, Fantasy Island that will be dropping uh, on Monday, and uh, also the following Monday we have uh, Brahms Two coming out. Brahms Two or what's it called? The Boy. Yep. Brahms, what, Brahms, what's actual title? Two is the is the official title, I think. There you go. We have that coming out the last Monday of February, and then that Thursday, the last Thursday of February, we'll be giving you a mini episode. And why not? We're in February. We're in Oscar. You know, the Oscars just finished. Let's go ahead and do the best picture. We're going to go ahead and review the last Thursday this month, Parasite, fresh yeah. off its Oscar win. I'm really excited to review that movie, actually, just because, like me and you. We've kind of we've tangentially talked about it, but we haven't got deep in depth. And me and you haven't talked about like our feelings on the actual story. Anytime me and you have had conversations about it, it's just been it was so amazing. It was so great. So I'm really excited to talk to you about that and just everything we have going on. Fantasy Island is one of the movies I'm most excited for just at this part of the year overall. So uh, me and my daughter, Maya, are probably going to go watch that one together because she's really getting into horror movies. So it's going to be an interesting time in the movie theater to see with her and then also talk about it. Why are we why aren't we doing Doing a Sonic review, JB. Sonic comes out this weekend. The truth is, I don't know. I would like to do a Sonic uh, review, but uh, we don't know how it's going to be, and we're, we still have our reservations about that film. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, with your blessing, I always like to talk to you first. Maybe I'll do a review for it with my kids. Um, Perfect, and and drop it on you guys. But yeah, I mean, that's it. That's our schedule coming up. March is going to be busy. April, of course, is probably going to be busy, and I don't even want to see June yet because June is always that's when the blockbusters come out. June and July is going Summertime. to be fucking crazy for us. Um, yeah, yeah. One thing you can bank on is a lot of a lot of content coming your way: YouTube videos, audio podcasts, a lot of good oh, content coming your way. I wanted to do an announcement here. So JB is actually going to be doing a weekly series on Survivor. Just him. It's not going to be me on it at all. Um, uh, maybe I'll pop in and maybe. out there. Maybe, maybe. But the plan is for that to be kind of JB's baby. So make sure you're tuning in. And, you know, I think in going into 2020, as everything kind of works out, expect some TV stuff from us. That may be kind of what we do on our own is TV stuff. But there's going to be so much content coming to this feed. So make sure you're subscribed to it. Absolutely. And let us know. I mean, we have, I think we're on like close to 240 people in our uh, Film Frequency Facebook uh, fan page, so or I shouldn't say fan page, but discussion page, and uh, let us know what you guys want to hear, what you guys want to see, what movies you want us to review, even if it's a, even if it's a, a old episode, uh, or excuse me, not an old episode, but a, a retro movie, something old, we'll be glad to do it. We might not necessarily do it on, on the film frequency, we might do it up on as YouTube content, um, or a bonus episode. But let us know. At the end of the day, we're doing this for our enjoyment, but we're also doing it for everybody out there listening that wants to, you know listen to us and our opinions and and get breakdowns get real breakdowns of movies not just two stuffy assholes talking shit um 
Well, technically we are assholes and technically we are talking shit, but we're not stuffy. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, JB, that's it. You want to go ahead and give them your uh, social media and any parting words? Well, I can be reached on Twitter at the P1JB. That's at T-H-E-P-1JB. And, of course, you can find me on Facebook. I'm always around on the uh, the Facebook page, so go ahead and uh, check me out there. And parting words, as always, thank you all so much for the support. Numbers continue to look great. Really appreciate it. Uh, the guys over at Hami Media as well as uh, everywhere else that we uh, have our platforms up. So, yeah, just really thank you so much for the support. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely are appreciative of all the support you guys have been giving us since we revamped and relaunched this podcast. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at the Film Rose Pod. You can also go to that lovely Facebook discussion group, The Film Frequency, where we're talking about film all day, every day. And make sure uh, we'll be also doing our like short 10 minute live streams every other week there as well. Just answering questions. Ask the film bros. Ask the film bros. So a lot of content coming from us. Uh, It's, it's, it's a labor of love. Honestly, I can say this. We enjoy doing this podcast. It's never hard coming up with content. There are times where me and JB say, Hey, you want to record tonight? And we just go. So, um, but yeah, that's it. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, everything. Uh, Go to that, that YouTube page as well. Where content will be coming. That's it. This has been another episode of the film frequency for JB. I'm CEO Hayes. And we're out. All my thugs and thuggets. Walk where I walk, see what I see, man. I welcome you all to cash love till I keep it. All my life, I hustled all night. Now I'm alright, my wrist is all ice. And I did it all without y'all advice. I done been to hell and back twice. You can't do it like me. Now as the world turns, I let my blunt burn. Police writing down my tags like I'm concerned. I graduated from the nickels and dimes. You need the FEDs, bitch, to come get mine. Get on the grind, hope, and stay the fuck up out of mind for the kids find daddy laid out with his eyes closed I know, can't be humble in the jungle Give a nigga an inch and take a whole mile from you So I bust first, fuck this earth, nigga, what's worse? Waking up in the pen or sleeping up under the dirt Booyah, it's the sound of the 40 cal AK, banana clip, hold a hundred rounds Test me, rude boy, don't want none Got Jamaicans and Haitians, walk, walk, walk and they gun Where the hood at, nigga, that's where I come from Where they shoot dice, snort white, sell crack and hell run walk like I do Talk like me too, but nobody gon' rock with you Cause you can't do it like me Nah, you can't do it like me Let's get this clear You can walk like I do and talk like me too But nobody gon' rock with you Cause you can't do it like me Cause you can't do it like me Somebody tell me what this world coming to Why they go get their metal detectors when we come through Yeah, I know we got beef and niggas say they wanna kill us But you can't get mad, cause the whole world feel us do the math Half of these niggas lying in they rhyme They don't even read the paperwork, just sign on the line Got a nine and a heart to go get mine And I be goddamn if I take a loss this time I'm fish lying in the water, nibble on it and get caught May I take your order? Yeah, I can get it in New York, see the streets know This nigga here, let the heat go, so be low Don't be no motherfucker Hero or kilo or get a nigga whole click kill You ain't gotta spend shit, niggas will hustle up a meal When you live like the roaches, you kill all the rats And the thugs that ain't focused, hit they head crack We can walk like I do and talk like me too But nobody gon' rock with you, cause you can't do it like me Nah, you can't do it like me Let's get this clear You can walk like I do and talk like me too But nobody gon' rock with you, cause you can't do it like me Dirty mouth, bitch, I'm from the south. I'm not-